This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Good evening. Anger over ongoing lockdowns has flared on the streets of Sydney and Melbourne. Small but fiery protests ending in clashes with police. This was the scene in Melbourne today. Officers tackling people to the ground as tensions spilled over. Tegan Doling has more. Good afternoon, Angie. Melbourne CBD has reopened after tensions boiled over at a protest at Parliament House. More than half a dozen people were arrested and police were forced to use capstan spray to break up the unruly crowd. Hundreds gathered of all ages to protest against the restriction laws. On doing so, breaking those exact rules and fines were issued. One man who claimed to be a former police officer echoing the crowd's claims COVID-19 is a conspiracy. And we got sick from somebody eating a bat. Well, never, never, no one's ever eaten a bat before. We don't see, we think that the restrictions are really unreasonable considering we've had such low cases of COVID-19. The government has slammed the protesters for not only putting themselves at risk, but the wider community too. In Sydney, a video of a mum being arrested while she's carrying a baby has gone viral. The woman claims police were heavy-handed. They say the video doesn't tell the whole story. Peter Fegan reports. Well, the vision has now gone viral, not just here in Australia, but across the world. And the woman in the centre of it all is mother of three, Renee Altacritti. Now, I have spoken to Renee today off-camera. She says she's still very shaken by what happened yesterday and has had very little sleep. Yesterday, Renee, along with others, were involved in what has been described as a peaceful protest. However, the protest was not authorised and it breached a number of COVID-19 restrictions that are currently in place here in New South Wales. Police have released a statement this morning which states Renee was spoken to and told to move on. She told officers she was exercising. After she refused to give officers her details and would not comply with their direction to move on, police arrested her. However, she resisted and a struggle ensued. That lady was approached by police, asked to provide some particulars, so a very simple process could then take place. Uh, and for whatever reason she chose to become quite hysterical, was uh, removed to the police station, the child was taken off her, uh, and at the police station again for 
for whatever reason, she then chose to provide some particulars and was released from the police station soon after. Now, protesters returned to New South Wales Parliament House today, some angry at the treatment of Renee yesterday. Police arrived shortly after and the crowd quickly dispersed. Renee Altacritti has now been fined $1,000 and the Deputy Commissioner of New South Wales Police has said that he will review the arrest vision. The protesters certainly don't speak for everyone. Some of Australia's top medical experts are warning Scott Morrison's plan to pull us out of lockdown is too quick. Political correspondent Tim Lester has more. Tim, they say if a fresh outbreak is triggered, we'll be forced right back into isolation. Some of the country's leading disease experts have told Seven News weekend scenes of crowded shopping centres cannot continue and if they do, new outbreaks will delay by months the government's three-stage easing of restrictions. That's due to finish in July. Everything would have to line up perfectly and, and we'd have to have no major outbreaks for it to be at that time scale. Others argue the road out beginning in May might be needed for the economy but is ambitious in terms of stopping the virus. I would have been saying no sooner than the beginning of June in that it, it would give particularly Victoria and New South Wales time to do their extended testing, which they are doing. We're in new territory here. We need to be really careful at this point and um, make sure that all our surveillance systems and all our response systems are in place. Their comments follow this. Shopping that looks all the world like the Boxing Day sales, enough for the chief medical officer to call on Australians to take more personal responsibility when finding crowds. Don't go in, leave, come back later. But if people don't do it, we could get widespread community transmission again, that second wave that we've talked about. Australians keen to get out and about are doing just that. COVID-19's incubation period, up to 14 days, means we simply won't know whether these early days relaxing the measures are OK until we're almost in June. New South Wales residents have had to wait, but they will get their first taste of freedom on Friday. The state's Premier today announced the easing of some restrictions, but has warned people not to be complacent. Chris Maher has more. Well, Angela, they are the small steps in the easing of the coronavirus restrictions, but they come with a warning. Any spike in the illness could see them quickly reversed. The Premier announced the limited wind back of some restrictions from Friday, saying they've come about because of the high rates of testing and the small number of cases, only two extra tested positive in the latest results. The key changes allow for outdoor gatherings of 10 people. The same number will be allowed to sit at one time in cafes and restaurants. I think there'll only be a small proportion of restaurants and cafes that will find it viable to have up to 10 people, but it's a start. Up to five visitors will be allowed in homes at one time, although kids will be included in that number. Weddings can have 10 guests, 10 worshippers at a time will be allowed in churches. Outdoor gym equipment can be used with caution. Outdoor pools open with restrictions. Gladys Berejiklian says social distancing rules will still apply and the virus will be closely tracked. There is a risk, given the size of our population and the number of cases, that we may need to go backwards sometimes. I hope that's not the case. The government has decided not to follow the federal government's proposal to lift restrictions on regional travel, 
along with libraries and community centres. The reason why they're not in place until Friday is to allow the public time to digest the changes and for police and health authorities to prepare for them to take effect. Angela? After being caught up in the worst coronavirus scandal in Australia, the crew of the Ruby Princess has finally been given the green light to get off the ship. They'll disembark in the Philippines after being tested for COVID-19. They'll be allowed to go home. Cameron Price has more. Yeah, good afternoon. Two and a half weeks since the Ruby Princess set sail from Port Kembla, bound for the Philippines. Finally, some good news for the crew with word that those on board the vessel should soon be allowed off and many at last given the green light to return to their home countries. There are reports the Filipino government will tomorrow begin testing those on board for COVID-19. Anyone that returns a positive test taken ashore for treatment and quarantine. However, the crew that tests negative will be allowed to return home on repatriation flights or ships. These people have suffered terribly and we see the, the way the Australian government has treated these seafarers and all of them are workers and crew on board that ship is just terrible. Seven News has obtained recordings from an address on board the vessel overnight, urging crew to be patient and that they were nearly ready to disembark. We are ready. We are ready with a clean vessel. The Ruby Princess looks great. Be disciplined and you will be rewarded one day very soon. Understood seven crew on board are still showing symptoms of coronavirus. Close to 50 more remain in isolation. Queensland Deputy Premier Jackie Trad will take a pay cut of almost $200,000 after standing down, accused of corruption. She's now headed for the backbench, but that could be the least of her problems with an investigation launched into her conduct. Patrick Lyon reports. Ms Palaszczuk today revealed Jackie Trad would resign, not stand aside from Cabinet after the corruption watchdog launched a full investigation into allegations she interfered in the recruitment of a school principal. The upheaval in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic has forced the Premier to reshuffle her most senior troops. Our team to deal with uh, COVID-19. Health Minister Stephen Miles is now Deputy Premier. Cameron Dick becomes Treasurer and Tourism Minister Kate Jones takes over his state development portfolio. The Premier supports her former deputy to recontest her seat. She has made the decision in the best interests of her family, the community and the party. But Ms Palaszczuk describes the reshuffle as permanent. This is a government that is in chaos. It is a complete shambles. The Premier is desperately trying to move on from Ms Trad's integrity woes before October's Queensland election. Right across Australia, mums have been treated to a day of pampering. The usual Mother's Day get-together looked rather different this year, nowhere more than in Victoria, where a face-to-face catch-up was illegal. Blake Johnson has the story. Victorian families faced some of the toughest ongoing restrictions on Mother's Day with no exemptions allowed for family visits. Despite this, florists were still doing a huge trade with queues out the door a regular site. Social distancing in store has to be followed by social distancing 
between relatives. My partner's mom is in Melbourne, so I get to drop these off at her door, social distancing style. Nursing homes can't allow big family groups in, so a Mother's Day catch-up for great-grandmother Asunta is done with an iPad. Now who wants to talk? Me or you? Thank you. The Victorian government is waiting until a state of emergency ends tomorrow and for the results of a testing blitz before deciding on what restrictions to relax. The only people that can't visit their mothers today on Mother's Day across Australia are criminals locked in jail and the good people of Victoria. We don't have a lockdown. I know it's been described uh, in those terms uh, by some individuals. New South Wales families can see mum today. Two adult visitors plus their kids are allowed to drop in. Laura Rourke gave birth to little TJ in the early hours of this morning. Bit of a surprise, wasn't our due date, um, but yeah, pretty good, first one. There are 10 new coronavirus cases in Victoria. More than 150,000 people have been tested in a huge push to get more done. We're expected to find out tomorrow when Victorian schools will return. We have breaking news now from the US. A busy highway in Southern California has been forced to a standstill after a driver threw flares from his car during an explosive chase with police. Officers have managed to disable his vehicle. He's refusing to come out. Negotiators are talking to him right now to try to defuse the situation. Barack Obama has unleashed on President Trump, slamming his response to the coronavirus crisis in a leaked phone call. It comes as a disturbing new trend emerges in the fight against the disease in the US. Ashley Mullaney reports. Barack Obama made the remarks in a private conversation with past administration staff, but his criticism of Donald Trump soon went public. Voicing his concerns, America was becoming too selfish, tribal and divided under the current leadership and offering a withering assessment of Donald Trump's handling of COVID-19. It would have been bad even with the best of governments. It has been an absolute chaotic disaster uh, when that uh, mindset of what's in it for me and to heck with everybody else, when that mindset is operationalized uh, in our government. President Trump has criticized Obama too for, quote, leaving the shelves bare when it came to protective equipment for medical workers. This as America's death toll inches toward 80,000, with a worrying new trend showing cases of a rare toxic shock-like illness in young patients with coronavirus. At least 73 children have been infected with the illness in New York alone. Three have died, a five-year-old, seven-year-old and teenager. One of the few rays of good news was young people weren't affected. We're not so sure that that is the fact anymore. Several cases have also been reported in the UK and Europe, but doctors say the majority of children who are infected with COVID-19 only develop mild symptoms. In the next few hours, Boris Johnson will reveal Britain's roadmap out of lockdown. The rollout of a tracking app similar to ours will play a key part in the recovery effort. It's unclear if he'll nominate a date for restrictions to ease. Police are already worried about complacency with locals heading outdoors as the weather warms up.
Despite restrictions, today was undoubtedly a very special one for mothers right across Australia, especially for those who became mothers just in time. This adorable dingo from Featherdale Wildlife Park in Sydney gave birth today to a litter of five healthy pups. And while mum is understandably rather exhausted, zookeepers are thrilled with how well she and her new babies are doing. As the saying goes, find a penny, pick it up. But what if you found a whole lot more than that? An American teenager was taking his grandfather to buy socks when he stumbled on 135,000 US dollars on the ground. In case you were wondering, this is what that much looks like. Not exactly hard to miss. The 19-year-old picked it up and walked straight to his nearest police station to hand it in. He says he never considered keeping it, especially when so many people are doing it so tough. Good on him. And that is 7 News for now. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code AnyStyle24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, promo code AnyStyle24. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>